Be not solicitous for your life, what you shall eat, nor for your body, what you shall put on. Behold the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor do they reap. Consider the lilies of the field. They labor not, neither do they spin. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We live in this world that is full of fear, fear of fatigue, fear of financial hardship, of suffering, of hunger, of persecution, and even death. These worries are quite understandable, especially in a world that is increasingly going away from God. Look at the birds in the air. They sometimes come into this upper room. It makes use of its existence and is able to rise and soar. Thus, like them, we need to rise, to become filled with grace, with prayer. But soaring and flying require much energy. We need to free our soul by the ardent love of the spiritual things so that we should not be depressed even if worries torment us. Also, we need to educate ourselves and others so that we should have only the correct amount of needs. And this is how Christ educated his apostles. And yet, he asked them, Have you suffered need in anything? You have not, have you? Therefore, dear faithful, just as always, we need great trust and reassurance in God. Christ also tells us that we cannot serve both God and mammon. We need to realize that by having more courage, it will allow us to serve the will of God and to make sure it is accomplished rather than worrying about the short-term riches we accumulate in this temporary life and other worries that we should not make a priority to worry about. For if we worry, it means we are not confident in the divine providence of God. So we should always try to be aware of this great divine providence. Every blessing, every protection, and every grace is from our Lord. The more we are aware of it, the more we should be grateful with acts of gratitude and charity. St. Francis de Sales speaks about this especially about worries, and he says, Anxiety proceeds from an inordinate desire of being delivered from the evil that we feel or of acquiring the good that we hope for. Yet there is nothing that tends more to increase evil and to prevent the enjoyment of good than inquietude and anxiety. 
Birds remain caught in nets and traps because when they find themselves ensnared, they eagerly flutter about and struggle to extricate themselves and in that way entangle themselves all the more. Whenever you are oppressed with the desire to be freed from some evil or to attain some good, before all else, be careful both to settle your mind in repose and tranquility and to compose your judgment and will. Then gently and meekly procure the accomplishment of your desire, taking in regular order the means that may be most convenient. When I say gently, that's St. Francis de Sales, I do not mean carelessly, but without hurry, trouble, or anxiety. Otherwise, instead of obtaining the effect you desire, you will mar all and embarrass yourself all the more. Remember that the creator of the world asked us to work. To work is the way of our greatness and the way to master ourselves. It is the correction of our mistakes and faults and shortcomings. Christ encourages us as we try to seek the kingdom of God. Christ condemns our ego, our selfishness, our cruelty, which pushes on with our pride and ruins others. He does not like that we act and thrust upon others our worldly anxieties, our worldly opinions, getting overexcited in the economic fight or being bullish on the stock market. Christ wishes that we rather not concentrate our energy on the senseless desire for riches, which wants more and more. This chase after riches and luxury is not according to the Holy Gospel, but rather we need to work for the betterment of our soul and to be more connected and attached to spiritual things. In the Gospel, our Lord Jesus Christ reassures us to have courage. Courage, we are asked by Christ, in order to enable us to confront anything opposing the holy will of God and to help us to be more faithful in Him. The courage of Christ incites us to embrace even death itself rather than be unfaithful to our daily duty. The supreme act of the virtue of fortitude is martyrdom. And although many of us will not be called to perform such a courageous and holy act, we should nevertheless like, live like courageous soldiers by never deserting our duties through fear of sacrifice or humiliation. Let us ask our Lord God for an increase in the virtue of fortitude in order to conquer our fears and to face difficult tasks in the daily life. Let us ask God to excite in us confidence 
in His providence which preserves even the birds and the flowers. If God feeds the young ravens which cry to Him, as David sings in the Psalms, if He nourishes the birds which neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, if He showers the fields with so much flowers and trees, how much more will He care for man whom He has made to His own image and likeness and adopted as His children? if he only acts as such, keeps his commandments, and always maintains a filial confidence in him. Should we therefore lay aside all care and never work? Of course not, dear faithful. Christ condemns only the superfluous cares which cause man to forget God and to neglect the salvation of his soul. God has himself ordered that a man should obtain the fruits of the earth, which with much labor, that he should earn his bread by the sweat of his brow. St. Paul says, if any man will not work, neither let him eat. So let us have a firm and lively faith that God can and will help us, that he can help is evident because he is almighty that his will is certain because his promises he promises so many times in sacred history in holy scripture and because he is infinitely faithful to all his promises christ encourages us to this lively confidence with these words all things that you ask when you pray, believe that you shall receive, and they shall come unto you. Therefore the Apostle also commands us to throw all our cares upon the Lord, which provides for us. Dear faithful, let us then seek the kingdom of God. For that should be our top concern. Let those things of the future be for the future. But let us work for our salvation by following the commandments, by increasing our life with much-needed virtues, by practicing trust and confidence in our Lord, by cooperating in His grace. Let us not worry of what may not come. But one thing is for sure, that our lives are of limited time. Could be tomorrow. And our Lord will ask of us, how much were we concerned of our soul and our salvation, as well as the salvation of others? Did we waste our years in hateful grudges, in criticizing our leaders, both secular and spiritual, no matter how much wrong or right they are, or by squandering our gifts, or in lies, in impurity, in sloth, in unwillingness to change and convert, 
Or did we use our time here on earth to keep us away from many temptations and sin? Did we seek the recourse of the sacraments? Did we neglect the health of our soul and the souls of our family members? Therefore, let us then this Sunday and from now on acknowledge the tremendous help of God and let us serve Him more faithfully, fully, instead of all the ephemeral worries of this world. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.